Hey, ladies and gentlemen, the doctor is in the house. Good afternoon. This is Dr. Ron, host of Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. This program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. And I do welcome you with an attitude of gratitude because an attitude of gratitude uh, enables you to have a happiness in your lifestyle. And believe it or not, it just generally makes you a happier person, less de less depressed and uh, less stressed and more satisfied with your life. I want to thank people at Feedspot, uh, feedspot.com, who uh, ranked us in the top 50 doctor podcasts on the web. So that's a, a shout out to Feedspot. And I just want to thank everybody for staying with the program, even though uh, I had to be uh, away for a while and was up in Pennsylvania putting out some fires. Uh, but, you know, I hope you continue to use your logic and rationality to just uh, analyze the crazy, the crazy cluster of information that, that's happening right now. It's, it's absolutely insane. And you have to do that so that you can be the CEO of your own body. Take control, okay? Take control of your own body. Really important in these days. And I thought, didn't think I'd be talking that much about COVID, but it looks like uh, so much is happening uh, with this uh, scamdemic that I, I have to give you some updated news. And I want to repeat again, latest news. There have been no deaths from vitamins. Supplement safety yet again confirmed by the American Association of Poison Control Centers, zero deaths from any vitamin. So when anybody 
talk to you about uh, taking your vitamins. Uh, you know, so ask them, uh, where's the deaths? Where are the bodies? Because there aren't any. Okay, so before we get on to the meat of the show here, I want to tell you that um, Dr. Peskin comes uh, back uh, next week. And we're going to have a show um, and a podcast to explain essential fatty acids. And it's going to be uh, essential fatty acids and fish oil for dummies. We're going to just go basic for you. So you understand about arachidonic acid and linoleic acid. And why is that so important? Because the linoleic acid can destroy the lining of the COVID virus. Okay. And not too many people are talking about that, but we have to talk about essential plant-based parent essential oils. And we'll do that with uh, Professor Brian Peskin. And thank you, Dr. T, for uh, your comment. So, you know, we're all born ignorant, but we, it takes a really, uh, takes a really lot of hard work to remain stupid. So, uh, Let's not remain stupid, okay? And we're all going to age, but we want to do so so that we can take care of ourselves and have a good mind. We want it to happen naturally because aging is a natural process. We're all going to experience it. But if we do it right, we're going to have some of the happiest times of our lives. <sighs> What's been happening? Today we're going to talk about... Uh, COVID shots, the jab. And I do want to recommend, and I'm almost through it, the testosterone hypothesis, the testosterone hypothesis. It's a book um, that relates hormone and life cycles of, of civilization. And now hormones regulate this life cycle, going back to Sparta and to Plato. That's not Play-Doh, Play-Toe. Uh, because it's just an interesting thesis and an interesting read. And as I uh, talked about a couple of weeks ago in Crisis of Humanity, uh, it does have a lot to do with uh, what we're experiencing uh, at this time. And just a word of uh, caution, Okay. Did you think that the blood pressure your drugs you're taking, the blood pressure drugs you're taking, can cause cancer? Well, it's not. It's not uh, nothing fun to talk about. Okay, Memorial Day is coming up. You're ready to go out in the sun, right? And everybody's saying, "Don't go out. You don't go out in the sun. You'll get cancer." And if you do go out, they want you to put so much sticky goop on you. You're going to be like a holiday turkey, ready to roast in the oven. Well, here's a fact check. New research reveals that major cause of skin cancer. Guess what? It's not the sun, not directly anyway, but it's one of the most common medications in the world. I started practice in 1965 and it was around then. One so widely used that you or someone you love is almost certainly taking it right now. The skin cancer drug and how to avoid it. Well, researchers are warning that thiazide diuretic drugs 
probably given to zillions of people for high blood pressure, can raise your odds of just every form of skin cancer. In seniors, the study finds that these meds will increase the odds of melanoma by 60% and non-melanoma cancers by 53%. So what you put in your body is actually more important than what you put on your body. They found that these drugs change how your skin reacts to sunlight and gets rid of the skin's natural defenses. And it applies to that entire class of diuretics. And the worst one was called out was hydrochlorothiazide. We used to call it hydrodiuril. And you know what? It is the first drug of choice for treating high blood pressure. And I said, there's got to be zillions of people on this drug. One analysis estimated that hydrochlorothiazide alone could be responsible for one in 10 of all cases of skin cancer. That's 10%. This, another study also found that the longer you take the medications, the more the risk grows. If you're on that drug, hydrochlorothiazide, for 20 years, for example, the odds of a keratosinite carcinoma jump up by 75%. So you think it might be a time to ask your physician about this and see if he knows about it and if there's a, there is an option for you. So, you know, you can't just stop these medications. You have to work with your provider to get off of these medications. You might want to ask them if there's any natural therapies, if you're not that bad, you know, like mineral supplements, magnesium, B6, et cetera. There are natural therapies for hypertension. You have to ask your physician about them. And, you know, we vitamin A can cut your, your uh, skin cancer risk. It can cut at least by 17% in one study. And where do you get A? Besides supplements, you get it in carrots, sweet potatoes, milk, fish, liver, eggs, and poultry. And this was a good uh, summary that was written by a Dr. Alan Spreen. So that's part of what we want to talk about. Go back here and check, check with Dr. T. It looks like all is good. So where do we want to go? Well, let, let me just go here to uh, and open this up. I want to just mention to you about the, uh, the statistics, about what the latest CDC data shows on the jab. I mean, they're calling it a vaccine, but you know my, my feeling. It's not a vaccine. It's a genetic changer. The number of reported adverse events following this shot surpassed 200,000. Not my saying. Not anybody else is saying, but the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC. It comes directly from reports submitted to the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. And that's a government-funded system for reporting adverse vaccine reactions every Friday and make it public. 
So data from December 14, 2020 to May 14th of 2021, there was a reported 227,805 total adverse events. That included 4,201 deaths. That was up 144 over the previous week. And 18,528 serious injuries. That was up 1,338 from the previous week. That data showed that 943 total adverse events included 23 rated as serious among 12 to 17 year olds. In the United States, 268.4 million shots have been given as of May 14th. 115 million of Moderna, 144 million of Pfizer, and 9 million of J&J. Of the 4,201 deaths reported, as of May 14, 23% occurred within the first 48 hours, 16% occurred within 24 hours, and 38% occurred in people who became ill within 48 hours of being, quote unquote, vaccinated. 20% from cardiac disorders. 54% of those who died were men, 44% were female, the rest were not identified. Average age of death, 74.7, the youngest person included two 15-year-olds. So when you hear talking heads on mainstream media say these the vaccines have been proven safe, where did they get that talking point? And if you have underlying conditions, it may not be, not, may not work at all. Some experts are questioning the recommendation that immunocompromised people get vaccinated. Because research is showing that if you, you are immunosuppressed or on immunosuppressive medications, you don't develop antibodies. Yet they continue to push everybody to get shot. The Children's Health Defense uh, by Robert F. Kennedy Jr. have been asking all kinds of questions, but the CDC is not responding to their questions about these vaccines. And the CDC, according to Dr. Merrill Nass, has failed to publish any information or tell the public which groups might be at higher risk of suffering these adverse reactions that could outweigh any potential benefit. And we know now that just because you get the shot doesn't mean you can't get COVID because, you know, you read about the New York Yankees. Nine of them, huh? Came out with COVID. So what did they do? So, again, how they manipulate us. So after this came out, I understand that uh, Dr. Phony Fauci now says, uh, unless, you have, unless you die from COVID, we're not going to count it as uh, getting COVID from the shot. How do you like that? So these breakthrough cases, what are, what's going on there? OSHA comes out and, and, and has a mandate, adverse reactions are the responsibility of employers who mandate their employees get vaccines. A week later, they reverse themselves. 
and J and J has their own problems, you know, with uh, they with bad manufacturing, and and J and J has been sued so much as crazy. So, the defenders' inquiries that were sent to the CDC have now reached seventy-four days without getting any response from the CDC. This request for information. Okay, so just know it is not without adverse reactions. And I'm going to point you to um, uh, World News Daily. They they covered uh, Tucker Carlson's uh, interview of Dr. Peter McCullough. He's a renowned cardiologist. He's testified in front of the U.S. Senate. Lengthy interview, you can, you can find it, I'm sure, on YouTube or the Fox, Fox Nation channel. And they went on to talk about the guidance that the CDC is issuing and that it is fear-driven. Fear-driven. And boy, have we experienced that this year. The the conundrum is there is treatment for this SARS coronavirus. I think Dr. Zelenko has treated over 3,000 patients with hydroxychloroquine. If, got, if the treatment starts early, within the first five days of symptoms, they all were cured. No one died and no one developed the long-haul syndrome. So we have hydroxychloroquine, we have ivermectin, zinc, the z pack but physicians have been driven into their caves and their their minds taken away and their testicles taken away and have not prescribed these treatments for fear for peer, from fear of peer pressure and not knowing that the Helsinki agreement allows them to do that they can use any medication and why are doctors not helping patients with these simple treatments, avoid hospitalization, avoid getting on the ventilator, which is a death sentence. Why should patients have to go to court to force physicians to administer these treatments? And study after study is coming out about ivermectin. I mean, the American Journal of Therapeutics concluded that ivermectin could end the uh, pandemic. There would be no need for a vaccine. It reduces COVID-19 infections and hospitalizations and in deaths by 75%. 30 trials around the world, not going into them. The latest study, however, was led by the Frontline COVID-19 Critical Care Alliance, FLCCC. They researched drugs like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. 
as as prophylaxis. They applied gold standards to the data. And they 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 have noted that hydroxychloroquine has been approved for use and has been effective around the world. Ivermectin, the same thing. So we have a treatable problem that affected not 500 or 600,000, but according to the CDC, 5% of that number died from COVID. The rest died with COVID, which means they had four other diseases going on at the same time, and they were over 76 years old. The question is, why are we not using these drugs? Are they too cheap? Does phony Fauci have that much to to lose if uh, we don't go with the vaccines? Because I mentioned that because of the Dole Act of 1980, drug patents and university and individual scientists in government agencies are allowed to collect royalties. And it has been estimated that Fauci owns about 2,655 patents. I guess the old saying, follow the money. All right, I'm not going to, you know, you know where I'm going with this. <coughs> Excuse me. So there's effective treatments if gotten early, hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. And yet the, va- the so-called vaccines with its spike protein that can cause all kinds of damage that we don't even know about because there were no animal studies. It went from the computer to your arm. And these vaccines, so-called vaccines, are still experimental, ladies and gentlemen. They have emergency use, use authorization. They are experimental. It was like Hitler experimenting with the Jews. Forbidden by Nuremberg Council. So now what's the government doing? Spending billions of dollars in advertising campaigns to get people to get the shot. You know, if you've had COVID, you have the gold standard. You have immunity. That's for certain. We're the vaccines. We know now, just from the VAERS reporting, they're not perfect. So that's what we're fighting, ladies and gentlemen, a lack of transparency and a lack of information uh, regarding these injections. So beside having Dr. Peskin, uh, Professor Peskin, uh, to discuss uh, fish oil for dummies, we are preparing a program uh, that will be concerned with blood transfusions, and organ donations. 
Is there a risk to you, to me, to our families, to our friends of getting organs from people who have been vaccinated? Do they have this under this low grade inflammation caused by this spark spike protein in all their organs and in their vessels? Because we know that the spike proteins can cause damage to human cells and to mitochondria. The mitochondria are what gives us the energy in our cells. And a lot of the symptoms of COVID, especially these people that have the long haul syndrome, is the result of endothelial damage. What does that mean? It's the damage to the inside of the arteries. So what happened, why is that important? Because now you have, if they have a lot of inflammation going on, the artery is less, it's not as big. So they have poor blood flow. If you have poor blood flow, you don't have enough oxygen. And as we talked about, you can live for weeks without food and days without water, but only four minutes without oxygen. And remember, Dr. Zelenko's patients who were treated within the first five days of infection never developed any persistent symptoms. And now we're finding and hearing reports, well, 12, I think it's 12 in the United States and five in France of myocarditis, inflammation of the heart. If you need a heart transplant and someone has gotten the vaccine, do they have uh, have this inflammation going on in that heart? Do they have it going on in their lungs? Let me just take a second and remember, if you get exposed to this SARS virus, which, I'm going to say something you don't hear any other place. Has not been identified yet. Portions of it have, but the whole virus has not been identified. But it comes in through your respiratory tract, through your nose and your throat, and your body mounts an immune defense. And if you have a good immune system, it kills it right there in your nose and throat. This is different than injecting mRNA into your muscle and it goes throughout your whole body and it's covered with a lipid nanoparticle that allows it to get to, into every cell in your body. Not just your lungs, not just your nose, not just your throat, but everywhere. This tells your DNA to produce spike protein. And this is a spike protein that is engineered in the lab. And how long does this lipid nanoparticle stay in your system? Day, a week, a month, a year? And then meanwhile, you have a spike protein factory going on and your body's continually trying to get rid of those uh, spike proteins. So questions are arising about spreading and shedding. It seems like even uh, Pfizer was concerned about this. It's in their documents about shedding and spreading of those that are vaccinated, especially in the first 24 to 48 hours after the shot.
So now you might be more exposed to people that have been vaccinated. What do you do? What do you do? As an aside, you have to be as vigilant now as you were before with the washing, with your taking of your supplements, your quercetin. There are some people like Dr. Sherry Tenpenny who's taking ivermectin once a week, alternating with hydroxychloroquine because she travels a lot. And I will say before I traveled to Pennsylvania, I took hydroxychloroquine before I boarded the plane. So this shedding and spreading is uh, something we have to learn more about. We don't know a lot about it right now. But we do know we're still being played. You know, we have flip-flopping phony Fauci. You know, you wear a mask, don't wear a mask. Vaccinated, you can be free. Uh, Now you can't be free. Then you can be free. And who is controlling this puppet? He's definitely a bureaucrat, right? I mean, he's been around a long time. Never been right about much in his lifetime. He was wrong about AIDS and HIV. He looks like he's wrong again now. And they're not talking about the heart inflammation that can occur in people under 30. And that, that material is out there. They're not talking about it. You know, there's been more injuries from vaccines in the first four months of this vaccine campaign than the history of vaccines, like 1,200% more. It's between 300. It's it's at least 300% more. I don't remember the exact number, but it is definitely more than the combined history of vaccines reported to bears. And it looks like the British Medical Journal is really the only one... uh, reporting the truth on this whole matter. You know, that maybe it is not 95% effective. And that we should be should be a little bit careful. If you ha- if you don't know John Rappaport, that's R A P P O P O R T, that's someone you should probably look up. because he did a deep dive into the Pfizer vaccine and says it probably did not even meet the requirements for the CDC to even give it emergency use authorization. He referred to a document that is on the FDA website called Vaccines and Related Biological Products Advisory Committee Meeting FDA Briefing Document Pfizer BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine. It's on the FDA website. Dated December 10, 2020. He mentions a key quotation that he says is buried on page 42. Quote, among 3,410 total cases of suspected but unconfirmed COVID-19 in the overall study population. 1,594 occurred in the vaccine group, okay? People that were vaccinated and got COVID out of 3,400, close to 1,600. 1,800 in the placebo group got it, who got the salt water shot. 
Have you seen that in, in on mainstream media? As John says, these shocking numbers have never seen the light of day. It wasn't, it did not meet the 50% more effective than no vaccine at all for emergency use, emergency use authorization. So what are they hiding and why is, why is everybody playing this game? This is not a game when you can alter your genetic code, your human genome. And I guess you've seen the, the, the stories of people that get the shot and then a magnus holds their body. Some of them turn on televisions and Bluetooth devices. What is in this vaccine? What is in this shot? I don't know. I don't have the answer for you. I wish I did. I, 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 I talked to a lot of physicians and a lot of other people. We're, we're not, we're not getting any, uh, any answers. So this is, the, these are the things I want you to think about as the week goes by, do some research, use your mind, use your gut. We'll keep bringing you this information, even though I thought I, I was over with it. Uh, just so you you know, I'm not making it up. I have nothing to gain. It's, it's material that's available on different websites, especially the CDC website. You know, when you have Nobel Prize winning uh, physicians, telling you that mass vaccination is an unacceptable mistake. Don't you think we should listen? There's a French virologist and this Nobel Prize winner, uh, Luc Montagnier. He's, that's what, basically what he said. It's an unthinkable blunder, an enormous mistake. He wonders why other epidemiologists know about it but are staying silent. They're staying silent about the antibody-dependent enhancement, ADE. You're going to hear more about that as time goes on. They're the antibodies that are produced by a virus that enable an infection to get stronger. That's why we're thinking, and not we're, when I say we're, the, the uh, virologists are thinking that the variants that the vaccinated people will produce will be worse than the spike protein one. Generally, var variants of viruses, they get weaker. They get more contagious, but they get weaker. The ones coming out of vaccinated people have it, they think now, because we don't, you know, we're only a few months into this, they're going to be stronger. Let me just give you a, 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 a Example from my my field, like if you use antibiotics, right? They're good if you need them. But if you continue to use them when they're not needed, like this mRNA, keeping your body making spike protein, what happens if you use too much antibiotics? The bacteria find a way around it, right? The fear is that this coronavirus will find a way around this vaccine. That's why they have to give you one every three, four, six months. 
And Dr. Montagnier, he said, it is clear that these variants are created by antibody-mediated selection due to the vaccination. He said, it is unthinkable that we're vaccinating during a pandemic. 2008 Nobel Prize winner in medicine. He said it's the same in every country. Vaccinations following, uh, followed by deaths. And uh, people having thrombosis or blood clots related to the vaccine, AstraZeneca in particular. Breakthrough cases. You know, just, just you know, we have the New York Yankees to point to. But the CDC took care of that problem. There won't be a, you won't be reading about breakthrough cases because breakthrough cases will only be reported if the people die. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it is just mind-boggling what we're going through. But you know, we can keep our power if we continually think critically. Avoid the news. Observe yourself. Trust yourself. Follow your intuition and speak your truth. That's what we have to do. And remember, I told you before, boats sink by water. Not the water around them, but the water that gets inside of them. So don't let what's happening around you get inside of you and weigh you down. It, it applies today as much as it did a year ago. I don't know the answers, okay? But these are questions I'm reading about and talking about every day of the week. I'm really concerned about our blood supply. Nobody's talking about it. I'm concerning about organ transplants. People, they save lives. But what if they have this endothelial hyperinflation that's, that's going to continue after the transplant? Or maybe they're going to have to start testing some organs. And that will be, and if they have this inflammation, will they have to then start getting rid of organs that could be used to save a life? So please keep yourself healthy. Keep a superior interior. Keep a good positive attitude. We have more bacterial and virus DNA in our body than human DNA. Okay, they're there for a reason. Okay, take your spore biotic. You know, don't use too much mouthwash because that kills the oral bacteria. And the, the bacteria in your mouth are fit about 50% the same as in your gut. So if you kill them in your mouth, maybe, maybe you're killing them in your gut. So we're going to be doing a program with Brian Peskin. We're going to be doing one with Dr. Wong. And we're going to be doing one, another one with Dr. Wong on the death by modern medicine, where doctors kill 400,000 people a year, every year. Been going on for a long time. Nobody's talking about it because they, for a lot of different reasons. And another book you might want to look at is Dr. Carolyn Dean's book, Death by Modern Medicine. She's pretty good with this. 
just uh, great statistics and we'll bring them up when we do our program. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is Dr. Ron and uh, thank you, Dr. T for monitoring the program. And we'll, this will air today at four. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, it's always a pleasure to be here. And I, I really do appreciate you enabling us to have over 350 podcasts, enabling us to have over 5,000 downloads. If you're listening to us on any, uh, like Google or Apple, give us a thumbs up. I really appreciate it because uh, I was going to quit this, but I think I'm going to continue because no one is getting the word out. And I have a lot of peers that want to come on the podcast and talk to you about this. They're as concerned as we all are. Okay. This is Dr. Ron uh, signing off and we will see you definitely next Tuesday and uh, have a great week and have an attitude of gratitude. We are on Apple, Google, Alexa, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio. Give us a listen. Okay, talk to you next time. Hey everybody, Dr. Ron's finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. If it's all about good health, he's the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week when the doctor is in the house. Or when the doctor is in the house. And let the doctor know what's bothering you. When the doctor is in the house, the doctor is in the house, the doctor is in the house. And let the doctor know what's bothering you, I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house, the doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house So if you have a pain, call the doctor And if you have a strain, call the doctor And let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house See you next week.